0: Welcome to our TM podcast episode number 11. Today we will talk about mobile, mobile apps we offer in TM. And for that, we have a special guest and he's already waiting to introduce himself. Hello,
1: my name is Jan Rummig. I'm the architect of the TM4 team. So we are responsible for the mobile app offerings and for the collaboration portal.
0: Okay, and I'm Emanuel Grabler. I'm part of development team too. Um, So maybe to start, uh, which mobile apps does TM offer right now? So we offer
1: currently two mobile apps. On the one hand, we have the uh, Sub Transport Tendering, which is a native application, native online application for um, tendering on iOS. And we have the SAP Transport Notification and Status, which is an online application for Android, natively developed for Android.
0: Okay, uh, maybe to get this into context for people who are not that familiar with um, mobile or mobile apps, uh, what does it mean, a native mobile app on Android or on iOS? So basically, you can categorize
1: mobile applications in two ways. So you can uh, differentiate them by UI technology. That means you can have native mobile apps or HTML5 mobile apps or you can um, different, differentiate them by the backend communication pattern. So, for example, native means we develop, especially for that mobile platform. So this app can only run on one specific platform, cannot be run on another one, um, which maybe provides some nicer look and feel and some better usability, but no reuse, and you can develop them for uh, based on HTML, which is browser-based, for example. And for that, you, you can achieve a certain reuse, um, but the usability could be a little bit less good. Um, there's also an intermediate concept, which is a hybrid container app. And that is a, you have a container which is done natively. And inside each, um, each view, you can have HTML-based pages. So you have a combination and you can achieve some reuse, but act in a, in a native container. And then we, as I said, we have the backend communication pattern, so we can have a request response, and our apps are developed with this request response pattern. That means you always need an online um, access to the backend system, online connection. And whenever you want to have data or you want to send data, we have to communicate to the backend. And we can also have offline applications, which we didn't realize for our applications right now. And that means you, you synchronize the data you have in the backend, for example, to the mobile device, and you can also send actions from the mobile device to some intermediate state. And as soon as you have connection, then you can send it to the backend again. But as I said, our applications are natively developed for iOS and Android and in an online approach. So whenever we need data or we want to send data, we need to have a connection to the backend, an online connection.
0: Okay, so we always need a connection for our apps, and our apps also uh, because of usability, because of vi- um, division, they are restricted to a certain technology at the moment.
1: Right. So, but if there is a, a need for, from from certain customers that they want to have, for example, uh, an, a version for the Microsoft uh, OS, yeah, or for the for the Windows Mobile, or for the Android and or iOS. I mean, of course, we can we can port them to the other platform. I mean, the decision why we have chosen the native approach, you are right, was first the user experience. But at that point in time when we started, it was 2011. The HTML5 was not that uh, used for for mobile apps at this point in time, and also UI 5 which is the standard HTML5 SAP library, didn't offer at this point in time some mobile functionality.
0: Okay, Uh, maybe if we get further into technical details, let's just talk about which functionalities does our uh, our mobile apps offer. So maybe start with the tendering app?
1: Yeah, the SAP Transport Tendering, as the name says, is used for tendering uh, work. So the carrier, it's it's targeting carriers, and the carrier would get requests for quotation, freight requests for quotation, on his mobile device and he can answer them. So he can send quotations to the backend and he can accept a request for quotation. He can accept a request for quotation with certain changes. So he could change a price or the dates, or he could reject it, maybe because he do- doesn't have enough capacity or something like that. And he can also create um, calendar entries for that. So when, when the transport takes place, he can check in his calendar where are the overlaps, maybe maybe with some other transport. Yes, and he can also um, take a look into the map and check where the transport goes.
0: Yeah. So the idea behind this is, uh, as it is mobile, is the idea that the driver himself kind of can manage his storage in his truck. And if he said like there's a uh, quotation coming in. And I still have some space on my truck, or is there a central person who is still managing this? Like
1: No, it's more targeting targeting the self-employed truck driver, for example, yeah, which we have in the US. So if you buy a truck and truck and uh you work for yourself, you, ha- you are responsible for your own business and you are on the road and, and get some tendering requests, yeah, you maybe want to offer fast to have the best chance for for this transport. So um as we said, um you should be able to react on the on the road when being on the
0: road. Huh? Okay, I guess uh, more about tendering. We already heard in our I guess it was the second podcast. So maybe we can start now talking about our other app. That's the transport notification and status app. <laughs> yeah. So. so the SAP
1: transport notification status is used to send transportation events to the TM system and through the TM system to the event management system. So um, you can assign a transport, a freight order to a certain vehicle resource. And with this vehicle resource, we get all the transports assigned to that one to the mobile device. So assume you are a truck driver in the morning, you you have have the app running on the mobile device, you can get all the transports assigned to your vehicle resource so you know where to go to and what you have to deliver to that location. And if you're on the road and you a traffic jam occurs or there is some other delay, you can send events to the TM's real-time events to the TM system to notify, for example, the transportation planner or the dispatcher that there is something um, that the transport gets delayed. And um, if you are arriving at a location, you can state that you arrived in time, that you unloaded in time, that you loaded, and that you, again, leave the, the transportation area uh, and go to the next uh, stop. And during that, you get also an overview on the map, where you are, where you have to go to, And you can also, from the app, send some status events to the backend.
0: And uh, the app gets updated uh, all the time. So if you get a new transport for your truck, you get updated immediately or you get all uh, transports for one day, maybe in the morning on this app? Um, No, the app doesn't get updated automatically. But of course, we have
1: a refresh functionality. So as soon as you assume there is a change, you can during the day, just refresh the the list of of stops you have, of transports you have to deliver. And also if you have, for example, a traffic jam and you send that you come one hour late, then the the the, the transportation planner can change the tour and you can refresh it to get the newest result.
0: And the updates are common, for example, if you create... A new freight order in in your uh, in your backend in a TM, and uh, assign the vehicle um, to this freight order, and then you get uh, the update sent to your app. Or it's not getting sent. This would be a
1: push mechanism. Mm -hmm. So we what we we would be used from some other private apps, for example, but this was not was not supported from the SUP for a long time. So we have this pull mechanism. That means the device has to pull the data. So you have to trigger a refresh on the device manually to get the newest updates. And this counts for both the notifier and the tendering um, application.
0: Okay, good. So what a lot of people probably want to know is how are these apps connected to the backend? You already mentioned that they are, you always are online in uh, in the end with your uh, app, but um, what what is the technique behind it? Okay,
1: so on on the one hand, of course, you have to download the mobile applications. Both are available in the relevant App Store. So for the iOS, it's the iTunes Store, and for the Android, it's the Google Play Store. And you can download them also now, and we also offer um, a demo mode, so you can run them locally without any connection to the backend system and without any connection to the Internet with sample data, local sample data. So feel free to download them and play around with them. Um, how are they connected? So as we are on the road, having no con- connection to the corporate Wi-Fi, for example, we need a relay server. And this relay server converts the traffic from the 3G internet to the corporate network to get access to the TM backend system. And then we have the Cybers um, Unwired Platform where the application which wants to connect to the gateway system has to be registered so here we have to make to publish the um the application and the users who, who want to access the backend and then we connect from the SUP to the Netweaver gateway system the netweaver gateway system I don't know if you heard about the gateway already gateway offers odata services so it's basically an odata wrapper which wraps the functionality, which is available in a SAP backend system. For example, the SAP TM backend system in the OData protocol to the outside. And for that, we developed some OData services. We can also talk about that in a second. And this basically wraps the complete content, which is available, which is needed for our application uh, to the outside and. To be able to to enable the gateway server to connect with the TM backend and to have our functionality available, we need a a gateway add-on. So we have for both mobile applications, we offer an add-on to the TM. And one is called SAP Transport Notification Status Add-on, the other one SAP Transport Tendering Add-on. And this has to be installed on the TM server to be available for gateway.
0: Okay, maybe to wrap the up again, because that was a lot of information now. Yeah. We have our, maybe start from the bottom this time and not from the mobile app. We have our TM server. And on that, we have an add-on. Right. And with that add-on, we can connect to our NetWeaver gateway. Yeah, so it, vice versa in that add-on,
1: we have implemented gateway services which provide exactly the, da- the, 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 the data which we exactly need for the mobile application. So we don't want to have yeah. some um some additional attributes we don't need because this needs more time for for um sending the data and so on so we have restricted the data from the backend to exactly what we need on the mobile device and this is implemented in the odata channel approach so to speak this is an approach in gateway how we and um how we can implement the mobile application uh, the mobile gateway services
0: okay and the gateway is locally based um, at the TM server. Or this add-on is locally in the TM server, and
1: the we also need a gateway server instance. Right. This and this gateway server instance uses the or publishes the implemented gateway services to the outside, and this can be installed as a separate server instance, which is recommended from SAP, but it can also be installed locally on the TM server as well. And by the way, it's it's already in the NetWeaver 740. It's already included. So if you if you run on the NetWeaver 740, which nine one does, we don't need a separate gateway server instance.
0: Nevertheless, SAP
1: recommends to have a separate server.
0: Okay, and the gateway or gives the data to the um, to the CyBase platform after it, or yeah, you can it can I like understand that. It? You
1: can imagine like that. As soon as you have a gateway service published, you can access backend data through a browser, for example. Yeah. Each OData service is a new URL, which offers several options. Like you can in gateway we all, we all always talk about collections. That means a collection of data is provided to the outside so you can request through the browser you can request certain backend entities gateway entities and the mobile device does nothing else so in the mobile device we also build urls and with these urls we, co- we connect to the gateway system through sup and pull the data out of that and this works asynchronously that means the device says, I want to have this data. The access goes through the cybers uh, Unwired platform to Gateway. Gateway gets the data and pushes it back to the device. And to come back to your question about the cybers Unwired platform, the data is not kept in the cybers Unwired platform. So as I said, it, we have this online approach. That means um whenever we need the data, we, we connect to the backend and get it. And the Cypress unvoy platform is just used for the user authentication and for for the um app handling so if you if the customer for example wants to have only one app um the cyber platform is not that relevant it gets more important if you have several app offerings you use from s a p for example yeah and I mean, the, the cyber Android platform is just uh, an additional security layer which we offer for authentication reasons. Yeah?
0: Okay, and the next step coming from the SUP, we are not directly connecting to the mobile device as far as I understood. Before that, we are connecting through a relay server, right? Right, and we only
1: need the relay server because we are on the 3G internet. So if you have mobile apps, for example, in the financial area, Where you have your manager walking around in the building, having always the corporate network, we don't need the relay server. Uh, Because we, we don't want to have access from the outside, maybe. But as soon as we want to have access from home or on the road, we need this relay server. Okay.
0: And what might be interesting right now is... Where is uh, the starting point? Maybe some consultants or customers even think, now where would they have to start if they want to connect mobile apps uh, to, the, to, to their TM server? Um, where do they start the connection? Do they start at the mobile device connecting or do they start to build up on the TM server? So first of all,
1: to get an impression about the apps, I would always recommend to download the apps and just play around with it. Get a feeling what the app offering is about. I mean we we talked about that, but I mean we have a lot of small functionality which we didn't mention, but it it's worth to play around with, with. So um just download it and play with it. And if you are satisfied and if you have a customer request for that, um we have to take the TM server and install the mobile the mobile app. Um, add-on on that and then you have to build the gateway server you have to install the gateway server instance you have to register the gateway services to publish the gateway services then you have to install the Cyber Unwired platform and the relay server I mean the, the um, it doesn't matter which you install first I mean at the end, you have to connect both, of course, but it um, doesn't matter if you install the Sybase unvied Platform or the Relay Server first. And then you have to configure the Sybase Unviated Platform. So in the Sybase Unviated Platform, you have to connect to, um, to the Netweaver Gateway instance. And all the processes, what we are currently talking about, all the installation processes, they are described in our admin guides. So in the service marketplace, you can find the admin guides. Just search for the mobile app names. As I said, sub transport tendering and SAP transport notification status. And then you should be able to find the administration guides. And there, there is a, di- a diagram where everything is explained, the complete stack, what we are talking about, and all the steps how to, where you find the downloads, like where to find the gateway installation, the Sybase installation, add-on installation, and so on. And also what has to be set, set up to get this running.
0: Good, so feel free to download the apps and test them with the demo data available on the apps. Uh, also give feedback if you did it. Um, our colleagues would be pretty, pretty happy about that. So what's maybe also important right now is um, as from normal uh, um, customer projects, we know that um, you often have to enhance something or that customers need uh, a lot of stuff um, changed for their purposes. Is there any... Uh, possibilities to um enhance or change stuff on our applications on our mobile applications
1: yeah so first of all um we 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 know several um extensibility or um personalization possibilities yeah so on the one hand i would say for me functional uh, enhancements is one one issue or then we have the coloring issues the Um, to have your corporate identity, for example. And then we have the extensions that we we cover, for example, the tendering, but you want to have two or three more fields displayed on the device. And for all these uh, issues, we have several solutions. Um, So if there is the need for a functional enhancement, feel free to contact us. And then we can decide whether it makes sense to provide this in the standard application. for the coloring for the um, corporate identity stuff, there are, there are libraries available. So we build our mobile applications with the help of libraries, which support us in in achieving the basic functionality like connecting to the backend system, then like um, applying certain coloring. And if we use this appli- uh, this library, there is, there will be an XML based approach. So we will have an XML and this XML can be set up in the way the customer likes. So we have defined several, um, coloring schemes. And if we have, for example, an SAP gray or SAP gold and the the customer wants to have an, I don't know, a certain blue, we can apply this blue to this UI area. And then everything gets blue. Yeah. Um, what's currently not possible? Uh, we cannot exchange the app icons. So if you have a standard application start icon, this cannot be exchanged because uh, Android and, and also iOS, um, have fixed that. So as soon as you have built an app, it's fixed with this application icon. This cannot be changed, but the XML can be changed at runtime. And then the XML has to be put somewhere on the Cybers on my platform. And the first call goes to that uh, location in the cybers Unwired platform and checks if there is a new coloring. If yes, this gets applied to the mobile application. And the, the third um, area where we discussed extension is the field extensibility. So if you want to have more fields on the uh, displayed on the device. So there are several approaches possible. Um, there's also something like an XML-based approach. Offered from some library the, the library is called mobile application framework um, we didn't investigate that much in it at the moment but this is planned for a future release um, with that you can also change the XML and just add one or more f- one or two more fields to the to several UI areas that can be done but what we can also imagine we could, uh, for example, implement an enhancement spot in the backend, so that the gateway, gateway service can be enhanced by the customer or by the consultant. And then we have de- dedicated UI areas on the mobile device, on the mobile application, where these name-value pairs, what we can implement in that uh, enhancement spot will show up then. Huh? So this is just a simple enhancement concept. You have an enhancement spot. You have to provide a name-value pair. And this appears on maybe at the end of the display table on the mobile device. That's also possible. Uh,
0: so it, it, as it seems to me that this field extension is probably one of the most important extensions you want to have on your application. Um, which, what do you think do you need as a consultant, for example? Which uh, skill set is needed to enhance this, uh, your application?
1: I mean, depends. If we. If you- Decide for the enhancement spot way yeah? you need up up skill set. Um, little bit gateway skill set would, would, would be fine, I guess to understand what what's going on. Um, that should be it because um, of course we want to avoid any any additional effort on the mobile side. Um, for the other enhancement possibility with the XML, the XML based approach, you need XML knowledge. But I mean, XML is human readable, so this shouldn't be an issue. And we will also document how to do this in a, in a separate document if we enable this approach, right? Um, yeah, and of course, if there is if there are more requirements that the application has to provide even more functionality, then of course you need, in our case, Android knowledge or iOS, iOS knowledge. Means you have to know how to Implement Objective-C, which is the programming language for iOS, or Java, which is the programming language of Android.
0: Good. So as far as now, I don't have any more questions. Did we forget anything? Maybe. I Over- guess we, we covered quite everything. was a pretty fast overview about all our mobile application. we have right now so this podcast was a little bit shorter thanks for listening again I guess there's nothing more to say and hear you next time bye bye